Don't forget to like, follow, subscribe, and turn on notifications so that you will receive alerts when there are new episodes. Go get it. Grinding for so long, I wake up and chase my goals. I go out and I go get it. How to code, that's all I know. I don't succeed, then I don't breathe. Success, what does it mean? If I conquer all my goals, then I'm living out my dream. Dig deep, go out and get it. Success Chronicles, compete until it's finished. Success Chronicles, go take care of your business. Success Chronicles, it's deeper than just winning. Success Chronicles. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Chip Baker coming to you with another episode of the Success Chronicles. And today we're here with Mr. Charlie Ward, uh, an exceptional uh, athlete, great guy, um, has been blessed and fortunate to achieve some really neat things and uh, doing lots of positive, great things uh, in our world. I'm so thankful to have him on this episode of the Success Chronicles. So first off, thanks so much. Oh, my pleasure. I appreciate you uh, having me on. And I was uh, taken aback because I know another chip maker. Mm. Um, he was the baseball coach uh, at Florida State, one of the baseball coaches at Florida State when I was when I was in school. And so but you look a little different than him. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. <laughs> 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 yeah, and they don't they don't want me to be coaching baseball either, Charlie. <laughs> it's all good. Yeah, I have the same spirit. Awesome, awesome, good deal. Well, I know off air we talked uh, about your story a little bit and you know kind of where you're from and you know some of your experiences, but if you don't mind sharing with the audience a little bit about your life story and tracking your story till now. Uh well, I'm originally from Thomasville, Georgia which is about 30, 45 minutes, depending upon how fast you drive, um, to from Tallahassee North, due north. Um, and I, uh, my parents have been married for 55-plus years, whatever it is. I know that's, that's a long time. Yes. Uh, they've been together, which is a blessing. Um, and I have four sisters and two brothers. Um, and they're, you know, we're, we're all – in this area, except for one brother, he's in St. Pete. He's been in St. Pete, Tampa area for the longest time. And uh, but everyone else is right around either in Thomasville or like I'm in Tallahassee. So we've all kind of conjugated back home in some form or fashion, which is great. Uh, we get a chance to be around our parents more, and uh, our families get to grow up. And that's the kind of the way we were raised. <clears throat> Um, growing up around our cousins. Um, so that's been a great blessing for us. And, you know, went to college at Florida State, played football and basketball, got my degree from there in therapeutic recreation. I went on to play, got drafted in professional basketball uh, with the New York Knicks, played 11 years in the league, nine and a half of those years with the Knicks, uh, half a year with the Spurs. And then one season before uh, retiring through via injury uh, with the Houston Rockets. And then I coached 
I coached uh, with the Rockets for two years. I was an intern one year. The next year, Coach Van Gundy allowed me to become um, behind the bench coach, working with some of the younger players uh, that was on the team, our workouts and videos and encouraging them. Um, and I got out of the NBA lifestyle and went into high school coaching, mainly because of the schedule. Um, it was a little bit more flexible schedule, and it gave me an opportunity to be home with my family more um, and be able to share my experiences with high school kids where they, I can have a, a bigger impact uh, with my stories and my experiences uh, and catch them at that age, which was, you know, teenage age. Um, so I've been coaching high school uh, sports, football, for a coach that for like nine years. Mm -hmm. um, two schools, Westbury Christian in Houston, Texas, yeah. was my first school. Um, and then I, I trucked on down to Pensacola to coach Booker T. Washington for four years. And then the past two years, um, I've coached, I've been a head boys basketball coach at Florida High, um, AKA Florida State University School. Love it, love it, love it. Uh, <clears throat> such neat experiences. Uh, you know, uh, like we talked before, you know, there was, there was a lot of things, you know, I knew as far as your, your sports uh, background and, and those kind of things, but it's always a blessing when we can take those experiences that uh, we have the opportunities to uh, live and learn through and take those and use those to help others uh, on their path to move more efficiently and effectively. That is correct. That's yeah. the goal to be able to share with them and, you know, give them, um, you know, my, my whole mission has been to prepare them for, their next venture in life because high school is of course four years uh, that you have to mature and grow and as coaches you know i know being a head coach my main goal is to be able to uh help our kids uh develop to be you know not just great football players or basketball players or just athletes but to be able to teach them how to be uh, great teammates because the goal is, you know, at some point in time, hopefully they get married or they're in some form of relationship, uh, whether it's work, and they need to understand and know how to be a great teammate um, because that's just part of life. And we work to try to apply those skills and develop those skills so that they can, um, you know, transfer that over to what regular life is, is all about. Um, you know, being on time, you know, all those things are, are, are a big part of, you know, the success that uh, you that that can happen uh, that can that you can carry over uh, right. into real life. Um, being respectful uh, to your teachers, um, you know, understanding what being a productive, you know, player, you know, at whatever level you're you're at. Uh, or a plan a role, you know, those things are big in just the work field um, alone. Regardless if you have your own business, you still need those same skills because 
you're going to have to work with someone, you know, if you're, even if you're outsourcing, outsourcing your work, um, you're going to have to be able to work with people. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, financially, you know, you're going to have to have somewhere where you start. Um, and you're going to have to have investors and those types of things. So, you know, we work to try to give them all these skills, you know, through the lens of, of sports. Um, and we've been, you know, sharing our message. And that's basically the way I was raised. Yeah. You know, I was in sports all, all my life, and my dad was a coach. So I was around it a lot. And, um, and so I learned a lot of these things. And, of course, having four sisters and two brothers, we learn how to share and do those types of things. Um, but, you know, I was, I, I was fortunate to have some great coaches. Um, you know, my high school coach, Charlie Green, um, he's a Christian. So he taught, you know, values, uh, godly principles. Um, I had great middle school coaches. Um, college coaches, of course, I was under coach, the tutelage of Coach Bobby Bowden, um, Coach Mark Rick, um, Coach John Eason. Uh, all those guys were, you know, great for me. They taught me great lessons. Um, and then I, once I left, I, coached, I was coached by Coach Pat Kennedy in basketball, and, and I had some great basketball coaches that taught me a lot of great le lessons as well. Um, from their experience, uh, from their lens, the things that they've gone through to be able to help, you know, help us be able to grow. Um, and then, of course, my, my path in the pros, I uh, started out with Coach uh, Pat Riley. Um, you know, I had a who's who's list of head coaches that I played for. Uh, Pat Riley for a year. Uh, Don Nelson uh, for a half a year. Jeff Van Gundy. Uh, for about five years, uh, Coach Don Cheney for a year and a half. Wow. Um, and then after that, I was coached by Greg Popovich uh, for that other half of the year. And then I was back with Jeff Van Gundy um, for the next three years. And so, you know, I had a lot of great experiences, a lot of great people that poured into me. A lot of great people that I was able to learn from, yeah. uh, players and coaches uh, that I kind of have made my own um, coaching today. Uh, of course, we all have systems built around other people's systems. <laughs> so uh, we have to make it our own in some form or fashion. But, you know, my goal is to be able to help kids, you know, understand what it's going to take to be able to play at the next level. Um, and if you're not afforded that opportunity, just be a great, great citizen. I love that. Um, I love how you uh, took the time to show appreciation to your experiences. Uh, because I think, um, you know, my co-author in the uh, first couple of books that I've written, Dr. Oliver T. Reed, he has a saying, and I love it. He says, you know, nothing is wasted. There's no thing wasted. You know, in every experience that we have the opportunity to have, if we are aware in the moment, like we can learn so much and soak right. up so much knowledge in all of those experiences. You know, just hearing you talking about, uh, you know, your family and, 
you know, your coaches and all of those things, you know, and, and, and this is just me from the outside looking in, you know, when, when you look at Charlie war, like I think consistency, you know what I'm saying? Like, like that's the word that comes up for me because of, you know, and just hearing you talk about that, you know, and, and thinking about my uh, deal with my family, I think we learned to be a great teammate as, as growing up with our families. Right. You know, and so uh, I think, you know, in that, in that facet, we're fortunate and blessed. And for me, I know for sure it's truly been a blessing in my life uh, to allow me to, you know, just, hey, no, it ain't about me. Uh, right. So what can I do to help others? Um, and, and I think when you have that unselfish, just hard work, get after it mentality, it's crazy how you receive that back in so many ways. That is true. Um, you know, we're, I'm a big believer that God, uh, honors the heart. Yeah. Um, and so if you have, um, you know, love in your heart and you're doing things for the right reason, um, it may, sometimes it may not work in your favor at that time. However, if that is your heart, God will honor that at some point. Um, and if you, have malice or bitterness in your heart. Um, it may, he may not, it may not, things may not happen right then when you treat people disrespectfully um, and not respecting them. Then at some point in time, he's going to honor that as well. And so, um, and it's going to come out full fledged, the whole nine and you're end up basically with your, uh, you know, sitting there like feeling like you're butt naked. You know, he's going to strip you down to a point where you just don't know. Um, you're like, man, how did I get naked? Um, but it's, you know, these small things that happen over the course of time. And then the next thing you know, you've kind of blown your top. And you're like, well, how did I get to this point? Well, it's because you've had bitterness in your heart um, the entire time. And God's going to honor that at some point in time. We call it light. Um, you know, whatever the light is that's shining in your heart, that's what's going to come out, you know. And so if you, I'm just, if you do things for the right reasons and people start uh, overstepping their bounds on, um, on your gentleness, your kindness, you know, the fruits of the Spirit, then at least you're doing what God has called you to do. Um, and, and you don't have that hope over you. Um, and I'm just, I just want to make sure that I'm doing things that way. Um, and if someone decides they want to take advantage of that, of course, I'm not going to let anyone take advantage of me personally. Um, just, and I just keep, you know, giving, giving, giving um, over the course of time, unless they're my wife or kids or family. Um, but I will, I've done this before where people, I've had to work with pe people that have stabbed me in the back. And so, you know, the goal, the goal was, yes, I had to endure it because that was my job. And while I was enduring it, I wanted to make sure that, you know, people saw, um, saw Christ living through me. 
And so when those things happen, of course, you have your moments where, yes, you fall into sin and you gossip and you, uh, you know, you, you're trying to get people back, uh, but you get convicted at some point, you know, with the scriptures uh, and you start to turn that bitterness into just killing people with kindness, you know, being kind to them, working to try to love on them um, so that they can at least feel ashamed <laughs> for treating you disrespectfully, um, if nothing else. Um, and so that was, you know, those things do happen. And you know, people, you know, I just want to make sure that my heart is in the right place. Um, I've done this. I've been looking at this uh, study through the Maxwell Bible. Um, and he had 10 core values to being a great leader. Mm. And the first one, the first one was uh, doing the right things for the right reasons. Um, that was very beneficial, of course, if you're going to be a great leader, a Christian leader. Uh, you need to do it for the right reasons, have the right heart behind it. Um, and then another one was, um, what was the other one? There was a, there's a, there's like a list of 10. Mm -hmm. I'm drawing a blank on the, the second one. It'll come to me in a few minutes. Yeah. Um, but it was a great list of, of 10 core values that a great leader need should to have, have. Yeah. should have. Um, and it was, it's just something I think we all should, I know the first, as I mentioned, the first one was doing things for the right reasons with the right, with the right heart. And I think I wholeheartedly agree. That's where it starts. I think if you can always continue to do those things, uh, you're going to be taken care of. Well, what are, what are three things you've accomplished in your life that you're proud of? That I'm proud of? Yes, sir. Three things? Uh-huh. <laughs> well, I'm proud that I got married to a lovely wife, uh, to a lovely lady. Um, that was a great accomplishment. Mm -hmm. <laughs> She's, she, uh, she was uh, born and raised in Atlanta, uh, Georgia, and she went to Spelman College. Um, of course, that's all girls' school. Uh, then she went on to law school at the University of Miami. And then we got married in 1995. Um, and so we've been married for, like I said, 25 years, going on 25 years in August. Uh, so that's something I'm proud of. We have three beautiful kids that we're raising, uh, working really hard to try to make them productive citizens. Yeah. Um, so that's, uh, you know, one thing. Okay. Um, you know, I'm proud to, of course, be a Christian. Uh, I've grown over the years. I gave my life to the Lord when I was around 10 years old. And ever since then, I've kind of started, that started a journey of my, uh, maturation process in the Lord. Um, I've had a lot of ups and downs. People look at the successes. However, you know, there are a lot of challenges uh, that I had to uh, overcome, um, some physical, um, some spiritual, 
uh, things I had to overcome as far as the things that I was watching that, that was inappropriate. Yeah. Uh, it was, that was killing my, um, killing me from the inside. <laughs> um, even though those things were being happening behind closed doors, uh, they were still at some point going to come to light. And so the scriptures convicted me. I had a couple of brothers convict me. Um, and through, through that time as well. Um, and so, you know, I'm proud that I'm a Christian that didn't give up, you know, persevered through some tough times. Um, of course, some people have tougher than others, but yeah. tell that to the person that's going through a tough time, you know, <laughs> regardless of what, what it looks like to you on the outside to oh, the person, you know, it's still tough. And so, that's right. It's know, a choice no, every day. Yes. There's no level to sin. Yeah. So sin is sin, and so it's tough times. <laughs> it's tough times or tough times, you know, for whomever it may be. And so I'm grateful that I'm, a, you know, I'm proud to be a Christian. Um, and, you know, I guess I'm proud to be a, a high school coach that get an opportunity to mentor uh, kids because someone took the time to mentor me um, over, over my years. And so, uh, being a high school coach has been a great blessing. Um, I've been able to have an effect on a lot of kids and sow seeds into a lot of kids, um, even the adults. Being a head coach, being able to bring in staff, um, some like-minded, uh, for the most part, you know, being able to mold um, my agenda within the group and you know, my whole goal as a coach is to um, is for all of us to be like-minded, um, have the same heart. We can be different, which I I want us to all have different strengths to be able to complete us as a group. But we all have to be willing to do things that we haven't been asked to do. Uh, what what I mean by that? Well. Um, if if I am the head coach, well, I can't sit and watch. Um, say we don't have an offensive coordinator. Well, I can't sit and say, well, <laughs> we don't have an offensive coordinator, so we're not going to – I'm not going to be able to do an offense. Well, if you're going to be the head coach and you can't get an offensive coordinator, then you need to – Call up an offense. Yeah. You know, and if we don't have a defensive coordinator and you're the head coach, well, I need to call the defense. And maybe that's not what I signed up for. I'm the head coach and I didn't sign up to be the defense coordinator. But if that is a need, then let's make it happen. And so that's the kind of spirit that I, I, I try to hire as my group, finding people who have different strengths within what we're trying to get accomplished. Mm -hmm. But everyone has to be willing to have the spirit of, if there's a need, let's meet that need. Even if it's something I didn't call, I mean, I didn't hire you to do, just be willing to do it for a short period of time until we can find out how we can improve in that area. And so just that whole mindset alone is something I always look to 
try to have in um, the coaches. And if you don't have that mindset, then we'll I'll work with you. But if you continue to <laughs> be a thorn into our group um, and, you know, just bucking the system and causing a vision, then, you know, we'll slowly weed you out um, in some form or fashion. But, you know, for the most part, I haven't been, I haven't had to do that that often uh, because we've been able to hire, you know, great people. Uh, but that has happened uh, yeah. where, you know, you have to, you know, just the wrong spirit yeah. know, all the time and, and then stepping on other people's toes within. And so it, it just caused a lot of division. And so we just kind of tried to move in a different direction, but, you know, I'm proud, like I said, to be a head coach, be able to have an impact on just people in general. Love it. So being married, being a Christian, and being a high school coach, that's a good stuff. And, and certainly things to be proud of. So um, let's, um, I don't know, just hearing you talk about your story, uh, you know, knowing the things that you've accomplished, knowing the, hearing the things that you're proud of, I will consider those to be hugely successful. Uh, let's hit on success. What is your definition of success? Um, well, I have three P's okay. that I normally talk about whenever I go in and speak. Uh, the first P is preparation. Um, in order to be successful, you got to be prepared. Um, but I also have a saying that says everything that happens in life is preparing you for something. And so... Sometimes, as you mentioned earlier, we don't grasp what it is that we, we're being prepared for. Um, and sometimes we do if we have goals that we've set. Uh, but sometimes when you don't have goals in mind, every situation, every opportunity, everything is preparing you for something. So what that looks like, we really don't know. But I know in high school, I was a quarterback and I was a punter. Now, I was a punter by default because I was, I was a good athlete and they asked me to punt. And, I, you know, I, I'd been a punter, you know, I, I'd won like a punt, pass punt, uh, pass kick and whatever it is, punt. Pass and kick. Punt, uh -huh. pass and kick um, at an early age, like when I was like eight years old. But I've been a punter you know, for all my time, middle school, high school. And I got opportunity to go to Florida State and play. Uh, I, got, I got an opportunity to go to Florida State on scholarship. And I was recruited as a quarterback. And so, lo and behold, my first year at Florida State, they asked me to compete for the punting job. Now, I didn't go to school to punt. Uh, I went to school to play quarterback. Uh, but they asked me to compete for the job. And I ended up winning the job. Um, and at the time when I was going through my preparation, I didn't understand and know that that would come to fruition in college. Um, but after that, you know, they had punters. And I only served as a punter for one year. and that's just a great example of, you know, preparation, uh, being prepared and not understanding at the time why 
I was punting in high school, middle school, and won the punt, pass, and kick uh, competition. But it was preparing me for just that moment yeah. to be able to compete. Um, and the second P is perseverance. Uh, perseverance uh, is something that we all go through. Um, and perseverance is not just a me thing, but it's uh, how can I help someone else perseverance? get through perseverance um, as well. And so, of course, I had to persevere through some tough times as a quarterback. Um, my first two games as a starter in football in college, I uh, had eight interceptions. Uh, first four games, I had 13 interceptions. And so I had to learn uh, that I couldn't throw the ball to the other team. Uh, but we were winning games. We were winning games during that time. Um, I was able to help lead some game-winning drives, uh, comebacks uh, while I was having my mess-ups. Uh, but I'm sure I had to persevere through, you know, those tough times because it wasn't easy. Um, yeah. You know, just whenever you turn the ball over as a quarterback, um, but our defense, I'm grateful for. I had great players around me. They stepped up and held them. Uh, to at least give us an opportunity to to win the games during that time. But there were a lot of people. I got booed um, at home uh, one game, and I was tough because, you know, you're struggling. You're not expecting to get booed. You expect, you know, people to encourage you, which my teammates did and coaches did. Of course, it was always accountability for that, like stadium steps. Uh, but, you know, we, we worked through that, through that person – through that time. Uh, and that's, you know, that was me personally. Uh, but the next year, um, you know, I was able to room with a guy by the name of Work Dunn. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Work lost his mom, um, a tragic accident. She was on her second job and uh, two guys killed her while she was making a deposit um, in a night deposit box because that was her second job was to take money from, it was like a Wells Fargo type deal, but she was a security officer. And so she got ended up getting killed and uh, he had to take care of his siblings, you know, the rest of his senior year. And even in college, he was taking care of them. Um, and so I was there for him uh, during that time uh, that he needed someone to be there for him, to be able to persevere through that tough time. He had quite a few people around him that uh, he could lean on, like his lawyers, um, and mainly his lawyers. Uh, but I was just a person that he could look to, talk to, confide in, and he knew that everything was going to be, you know, confidential and, you know, with between us. And so he also needed to listen, someone to listen to him. Yeah. Um, during that time as well, and I didn't offer much encouragement. Just being there for him was was great. Uh, we just developed a great bond over the over the my, the year, um, but the thing that I didn't understand know didn't know at the time was he was always watching me, hmm. uh, because of course he went on to do great things while in college, but he was watching me on how I was handling the hustle and bustle of the media, the fame of being the you know the quarterback. Uh, being in the Heisman talks, uh, he was just watching my, you know, how I handled all those things. 
And um, so while I was helping him persevere through his tough times, he was watching me on the way I was living my life. And as we know today, his organization, his foundation uh, helps single moms. Um, so while he was going through, uh, while he was going through the NFL, he started his foundation and to help single moms. And one of the people that he uh, helped, one of the kids, uh, moms that he helped was a guy by the name of Deshaun Watson. Yep. Uh-huh. And, um, and Deshaun, um, I mean, of course, work helped his mom get us, get their first home and, and those types of things. We couldn't get him to the Florida state, but, He's a good guy, anyway. Anyway. Uh, but as you know, he's with the Texans. And Deshaun, before he even got his first uh, check, he donated his first check to three cafeteria workers there with the Texans because they had lost everything in Hurricane Harvey. Mm. And so I share that story because – when we talk about perseverance, of course, I share my testimony about persevering through my interceptions and being booed and having to fight through, you know, not giving up on myself and those types of things. But being able to help someone else persevere definitely helps someone else because Ward, uh, was if he would have given up on life or someone would have given up on him in life, he may not have gotten to a point where he could help Deshaun's mom to be able to receive her home, first home. And then Deshaun turns it back and pays it forward to be able to help another, uh, you know, three ladies who were struggling with uh, losing their home and whatever they needed, uh, things that they need, they lost. And so I just think it's important when we talk about perseverance that it's not just about yourself persevering through tough times, but it's also helping other people persevere through tough times. And then the last P is patience. Uh, of course, no one likes to wait for anything. Uh, so, um, but as my parents always told me, patience is a virtue and good things. You've always heard good things come to those that wait. And so um, a lot of times things are handed to us in our lap. Um, and sometimes we don't appreciate those things because they become they, they come easy to us. Uh, but the things that we wait on and we're patient for, we would probably value more uh, because we've had to wait and be patient. And so I've had to wait quite a few times to get an opportunity to play. So my rookie year, um, I played like 44 minutes uh, my entire rookie year. Now, there's 48 minutes in a game. Um, so I didn't get a chance to play my rookie year um, uh, an entire game. However, I was expected to come in each and every day and put in my work um, so that I can get better, which people say, well, like, well that's, you're getting paid to do that. So why wouldn't you do it? Well, who wants to go to work? And don't get an opportunity to, you know, go to the meeting or be the head of a meeting or, you know, get an opportunity to show your work off. I just use that part. You, know, you put all the time in and, and then you then you can't show your work off. 
And then you're like, why am I working? You know, why am I putting all this time in and I can't even show my work off? And so um, it was frustrating at times while I was waiting on my time to get an opportunity to show my work off. Um, and I put in a lot of time with Coach Jeff Van Gundy. Um, I put in a lot of time with our strength and conditioning coach, Greg Brittenham. Um, and, and like I said, I only played 44 minutes the entire year. Uh, it was frustrating in a sense, but I was able to, you know, learn from it because I had some great mentors. Derek Hawkins was a great mentor. Herb Williams was a great mentor. And so those guys kind of helped me understand the whole sit and wait, which I already knew because that took me three years to get an opportunity to play quarterback um, at Florida State. Um, and then the years before that, it took me two and a half, almost two years to get an opportunity to play quarterback and, um, in high school. Um, and so I had to wait. You know, it was like I had a knee injury in high school that set me back. Uh, eight months, you know, over the course of two years uh, with the same knee injury. So I had to be patient and wait for those healing, for that healing to happen. Um, and then it took me a year and a half to get an opportunity to play or at least get in the rotation um, in the NBA. But the crazy part about it was after my rookie year, we brought in a new coach and a new coach told me that I wasn't ready yet. I was going into my second year and he told me that I wasn't ready yet and that he was going to bring in someone that he wanted to be the backup point guard because it fed his style and, and blah, 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 blah. So yes, I was denied an opportunity to get a promotion if you want to look at it that way. And so, um, but I continued to work. I worked with Coach Jeff Van Gundy for that year, up until that year and a half. I didn't get an opportunity to play because I was a third wheel. Derek Harper was the starter, and Garrett Grant, Garrett Grant was the backup that was brought in. And so I was a third wheel, uh, but I was grateful that I had an opportunity because they didn't cut me or release me. Um, or, or trade me. Um, and so I continued to work. And after the Christmas break or after All-Star break uh, is when Coach Jan Van Gundy was given the job because Coach Nelson uh, was relieved of his duties uh, during the All-Star break. And the guy that gave me uh, or helped me develop my skills was now the head coach. And so he was the first guy that gave me an opportunity because he knew all the work that we had put in and he knew what he was getting because of what he saw in practice each and every day and what we were able to do uh, from my rookie year up until All-Star break. Um, and so I got an opportunity to play and I took advantage of the opportunity. And um, then I became a starter and a backup kind of back and forth for, you know, the rest of my time in New York. And that was, you know, just being patient. And so something happened, something great happened, even though I was frustrated through waiting. But I don't see anything wrong with waiting 
anymore. Yeah, right. <laughs> and that I think, and and the beauty of that, you know, as I hear you tell that story, the beauty of that is, um, <clears throat> you you also you always have opportunities to to continue to improve. So even though you know everybody's not seeing that, which that's not the most important thing anyway. But you know, like you said, you know the work that you put into it, and you know it's just a blessing that you know somebody you know appreciates the fact that man, this guy's been putting in the work. Got to give him an opportunity, and I, and I I wholeheartedly agree that when you do those things, like we talked about earlier, with the right heart, with the right pure intentions, and you just go to work every day and grind and get it done, then you will get your opportunities without a doubt. That is true. Yes, sir. Well, before we get off, if you don't mind sharing with the audience where they can go follow you and check you out and show you some love. Um, well, I do have a book out. It's called The Athlete. It's been out for about two, I think, a little over two and a half years now. Uh, it's my life story. Uh, if you want to get all of my life story up until um, I stopped at uh, my high school coaching, which was in Booker T. Washington. At Booker T. Washington um, but you can go to uh, charlieward.org um, to get an if you want an autographed copy, uh, you can go there, um, or you can go to Amazon.com to order the book. There's no autographs there, uh, but appreciate the support. Um, we have a family foundation, Charlie and Tanja Ward Family Foundation, um, that we have, and it goes towards uh, helping her. Relief, hurricane relief efforts. Um, also, our daughter, she does uh, holiday notes, which is an encouragement, inspiration for uh, the assisted living facilities, um, the elderly. Um, she's musically inclined, so she, uh, she puts together programs. We get uh, kids to write uh, letters to the um, to the elderly that's in those assisted, uh, assisted living facilities. Um, and so, you know, it's a community effort um, that she's been doing for, I don't know, for a few years now. I really started, started a long time ago, but we just brought it under our foundation, family foundation. Um, and of course, I'm Charlie Water Fisher on, I think it's, I know Facebook, and um, Instagram, and then the real, real Charlie Ward on Twitter, I think it is, something like that. So, but those are places you can find me. If push comes to shove, I do have a blue check, uh, <laughs> a blue check on, you know, Charlie Ward, so you can find me there uh, as well, and that's me. Well, again, I want to say thanks so much for taking the time to interview with the Success Chronicles and sharing your story, uh, truly inspirational. Well, I appreciate you uh, having me on Success Chronicles. I like the name, um, very uh, fitting, but uh, I appreciate you having me on and all the best to you and your family and your endeavors. And I appreciate you being a, a black teacher, excuse me, a black male teacher in our school system which we don't have you know very many in the classroom i'll just yes, say sir. that yes sir so I appreciate that 
Well, thank you again for the kind words. Um, just trying to do my part to make a positive impact on our world, you know? That's good. That's what it's about. Well, I wish you continued success. And uh, thank you guys for checking out this episode. We'll see you next time. God bless. Go get it.